0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Let's Break Bread Podcast.
1: This is Eli.
0: This is my new.
1: And this season, we will be focusing on what it looks like and what it means to walk alongside each other as Christians today.
0: We hope these conversations will challenge and inspire your faith. We hope they will also encourage your walk with the Lord and with each other.
1: Make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Let's Break Bread Podcast.
0: Friends, let's break bread together.
1: Come invited and listen in on Gospel-Centered Conversations. Hello everyone and welcome to the Let's Break Bread podcast. Today is the first episode of Season 2. We will be starting the season by reflecting back on our lives and sharing some of the lessons we've learned throughout the years.
0: We are so excited to be back for Season 2. It's been a while since we've been on. But to begin, why don't we share um, where God has been calling you to trust him as of late in your life, Eli? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> <pretty sure. laughs> um, well, I'm in a transition period right now. Um, I'm starting a new job, so I'm leaving um, my previous place of employment. So it's it's like a bummer because I really enjoy the work I did, as well as the people I got to work with. So God's really calling me to trust in him as I step into this different field of work that I haven't really done and so it's a lot of learning it's gonna be a huge learning curve Um, Mm -hmm. and so I'm just I'm just trusting that God's gonna preserve me through it how about you
0: for me right now and I feel like this is always what it is but it's Mm. to trust God in his timing Mm. because you know this but I have had this plan that I wanted to do this one thing for a long time and I'm very proactive about getting there but then the door just hasn't opened Mm. and so I'm just reminded of he has always been faithful and his timing is always right and he always brings forth like the right job and the right people and the right place and so I'm like okay I just need to trust him I get frustrated sometimes you know but yeah his timing
1: awesome well I agree definitely it's like God's timing is always right and sometimes it is so scary and it can be even like frustrating because we're like such finite people Mm -hmm. and we're like We get scared, I get scared sometimes. It's like, I know that God is bigger than this, but like, I'm really small. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. um, It's like, God help our our unbelief and all of that. All right, so just to preface for everyone here that these are based off of our own personal experiences. Um, So the lessons you might share with your younger self can be different from ours and ours will definitely be different from your own. Uh, But we hope that you will still be encouraged and inspired by some of our stories here today.
0: So to start off, we will begin with things that I regret. So what, Eli, what are some, I guess, lessons or advice you would have for your younger self in terms of, or about things that you regret?
1: Things I regret. Mm -hmm. You know, I I always think of, that was a hard question. I was always like- Yeah, I agree. You know, because I think regret is, Because I think a lot of times people are like, well, if you regret it, it's something you wish you rather had not done. But I think that regret is a a little bit more deeper than that. Mm -hmm. I think it's something I grieve and have remorse over, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because there are times that I had like a really bad sandwich from a store and I bought it for like $15 and I would rather not do it, but I don't like regret it. Right. I think the, the overarching theme for everything that I've ever regretted is I think at least when I talk about like something that has the most impact on me Mm -hmm. is when I didn't stand up for what I knew was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. um, when you had those cowardly moments where you're just like, oh, you know, I I need to stand up for this. Uh, I need to speak up. This is the right thing to do. But, you know, I, I avoid so much more pain if I just stay quiet. You know, if I just turn around and hide away because it's easier for me and and for whatever reason it might be right Mm -hmm. maybe it's self-preservation maybe it's um a fear of I don't know what I should say I don't even know how I would say it afterwards how Mm to like or like what's gonna happen to me (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that so I think I would say to myself like to my younger self I'd say if if you know that something is like the right thing to do Mm -hmm. the right thing to say even if it's scary, you should say it and you should do it. Um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to standing up for like people who are in the midst of very scary things and yeah. things like that. Yeah. How about you?
0: Yeah, that was a good one, Eli. Thank you, Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a really good one. And even now, you know, mm-hmm. it's still very um. It's like an evergreen advice. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I. <laughs> The only thing that I could think of that I regret was not studying abroad when I was in college. But fair. Uh you know, I know. I was like, I regret it not doing that. So um <laughs> I didn't really have an advice. I guess for me, like it is what it is, right? And yeah. like you said before, I just grieve that decision because I was thinking so much about like, oh, well, I might stay behind a a semester or I mm-hmm. might like accumulate more debt and I don't want to do that and I was just it was all very practical things but right. I think now that I'm much older <laughs> I look back and I'm like you know I should have just done it mm-hmm. you know um but it is what it is and I think so I don't really have an advice I think it's just I don't know it it is what it is and I yeah. accept it yeah I agree with yeah. it
1: but I would take that as a sense of like you know, like step out and be brave mm. in those really oh, cool yeah. opportunities. Because I'm yeah. like, I agree. I think there have been like a lot of opportunities that like I could have done if I yeah. wasn't, you know, so worried about the logistics. And I understand, like, first off, like for people, it's like very real life circumstances. Like that's a real thing, right? Um, and so, in the ideal situation that like your circumstances could allow for, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, think about it. It's possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because even now, I always tell people, I'm like, if you can do it, just do it, just go, just try things, like, yeah. explore, you know?
1: Right, like, if yeah. it's available to you,
0: yes, give it
1: a shot, yes. try it out. Yep. Um, and worst case scenario, for the most part, ideally, the, the ideal worst case scenario is you just don't like it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what I think. So yeah. what's something you don't regret or about things you don't regret?
0: Yeah, um, when I was thinking about what would I tell myself about the things that I have done or the things that I did not do that I don't regret, I think, and I think back about like me in that situation, you know, and I, I guess what I would say is like, learn to be proud of yourself in those moments,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, because some of those things like it takes a lot of courage to do right and some of those it's like you had to make certain sacrifices because yeah. circumstances and so and i I feel like i i didn't give myself enough credit for those things that i did that i'm like actually kind of proud of but i don't want to come off as proud even though it's definitely something that is completely okay to be proud about you know Mm yeah so i would say like the younger me i would say that it's okay to be proud of yourself and celebrate these things that you don't regret that you did or you didn't do yeah
1: i agree agree what about you I think this is something that comes with retrospect and hindsight, because, mm-hmm. you know, hindsight is like 2020. Let's go. Except for the year. That was a rough year.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so I think for me, like I think I know I don't regret some of the friendships that we can talk about this later, too. But like some of the friendships that I no longer have, um, the ones that ended in ways that probably felt like brimstone and fire. And it would be really easy to be like, oh, I, that was such a wasted time, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was so painful. And I don't want to minimize that for for myself or even the other person, you know, mm-hmm. um, but rather still say, like, I still don't regret it. So if I could like go back and talk to my younger self, but like, hey, remember that friend who like you really loved and you really cared for, but had a lot of pain in that ending? Like, don't regret that friendship. You can mm-hmm. mourn over the loss of it because that's totally mm-hmm. valid. And I get it. And I did it. Like, and I still do sometimes right Mm -hmm. um but you grew a lot in that friendship Mm -hmm. you know in the times that they were amazing and beautiful in that relationship you grew so much you expanded your world Um, Mm -hmm. you came to love people in a way that you didn't before you came Mm -hmm. to learn how to love god in a way you didn't before Mm -hmm. and even if this relationship didn't end in the way Um, the ideal way like for me like the ideal relationship ending is that we just like slip away you know we just get busy and there's no hard feelings you know Mm -hmm. it's like but we if we ran into the supermarket like 15 years later you'd be like oh my gosh you look great um Mm -hmm. this is the kind where it's like if we ran into the supermarket 15 years later I think I'd probably leave (laughs) (laughs) you know I'd be like Mm -hmm. ah (laughs) But that's something I don't, like. I don't regret. I don't regret the love I poured into it, the work I poured into it, because at least for me, I say that in a way of healing and recovery. It says I agree a lot. And
2: yeah, um,
1: that's hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's hard, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't regret those relationships. Yeah. Unless they're like absolutely abusive and terrible, then you can be like, God, um, we are going to have to work on that one in a different way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was really good. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And we can definitely expand when we get onto the friendship topic. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. So what about um, on the self, yourself as a person in general?
1: you know I think like growing up I had so many issues <laughs> so <laughs> many, like, yeah. like growing older just like oh shoot like I had so many issues growing up you know like my dad's a pastor and so like you kind of grow up like grew up in a way that's like this feeling of people like always watching mm-hmm. you and, and you're like are people actually watching me and sometimes people really do mm-hmm. you know and like it's the weirdest thing ever and so I, I think myself is, is to say like hey remember like your greatest and most deepest value comes from who jesus is Mm -hmm. right and and his completed work and his continued sovereignty and Mm -hmm. and all of and all of him and all that he will be and 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 all of that and Mm -hmm. and so like you don't really need to worry about like the auntie or the uncle like doesn't have anything to do does not really even have anything nice to say about you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, especially if you're just like chilling, you know, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I was like. The self is to learn to look up to Jesus, to look up to God, see who God is, and then look through His eyes into who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to stand firm in that, yeah. Uh, because when you lose sight of that, then the words of the people and the words of the world become so detrimental and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And we are like genetically predisposed to care what people think right that's how we survive in community but it's learning to say whose opinions of me matters the most it's it's the lord the lord has the most holy things to say the Mm -hmm. most trustworthy things to say Mm -hmm. um and then after that comes those who love him and love Mm -hmm. you and and that's where the self comes from and and that's okay and and just develop as you go (laughs) you know God will carry you through depend on the Lord as he crafts you and Mm -hmm. and makes you um, into a more beautiful version of what um, you are today and the day Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I've got how about you
0: wow that is such a beautiful way of putting what I have down (laughs) yeah so basically kind of like the same thing uh, but just a much shorter version. So yeah, I'm just basically echoing what you said. But I have that my worth is not dependent on the opinions of others. Yeah. Yeah. And I think growing up is always like, oh, what is this person gonna think? Or like, oh, mm-hmm. what if, right, like this person gonna say about you? Or you're so like, controlled. Mm -hmm. by all these people but at the end of the day it's they really don't even care either you know and I think as I've grown I've come to realize what you said you know that my identity is in Christ and who he says I am and then the next step is the people who love me and Mm -hmm. and who genuinely care for me and knows my heart so yeah and that's something that I like still am learning to practice (laughs)
1: yeah and it's hard
0: it is and it's a lifelong process but yeah yeah, I definitely agree agree. with what you said
1: Mm -hmm. I agree what you said too because like you said it is a lifelong process you know because I I think because it's so easy when we're not like always because we're not always in the word of God right Mm -hmm. not in the way that we should be and Mm -hmm. so the voices of other people clamor so loudly Mm-hmm. in our ears and in our hearts and they ring so they sound so true mm-hmm. right when someone's like oh eli you're not good enough because you think this or you look like this or you talk like this or you're mm-hmm. da, 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 da. you know oh my yeah, no yeah. you're not enough because of the, the you know and those voices sound so so because especially they say it over and over you start to believe it mm-hmm. and you know it's learning to be like god like let me learn to listen to your voice and really believe in what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God help my unbelief. <laughs> you know, it's like, please hold on to me. <laughs> because oh, I yeah. am so lost sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So what would you like to tell yourself or your younger self about things like unfamily?
0: family. Unfamily. family. <laughs> I think for me, the biggest one would be like, just be patient. I think one thing that I would tell my younger self is especially to have more patience towards my parents, Mm -hmm. because they have so much trauma, you know, and and so much life experience that they can't even bring themselves to talk about. Right. So I think that is something that I would tell my younger self is like, yeah, you're going to have all these conflicts, but it's okay to just be more patient. And to understand that sometimes they respond or react the way they do because it's subconscious right because mm-hmm. of the experience that they had and you know it makes them who they are today and so that's something that i would tell myself it's just right to be more patient you know
1: no i i believe it and, yeah. I, and I completely agree because you know you and i and you know, our families and and basically like a very large amount of Hmong people, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're children of refugees, right? Like our parents came to America because it was like do or die, right? It Mm -hmm. wasn't like, hey, my mom and dad just decided to come to America because they wanted to have better jobs. It was, hey, there's a war going on. You have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And with that, comes like you said a lot of trauma a lot Mm -hmm. of a lot of things that are unresolved and continue to be unresolved right yeah may never be resolved
0: Mm -hmm. um you
1: know and like you said it's having that patience because I think as I've grown older and as I've gained vocabulary like I just remember being a teen and thinking my parents don't know how to love me (laughs) you know (laughs) and and granted like every parenting is always like something you learn as you go Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't know I'm not a parent but that's what I've been told right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) right, I'm not a parent but that's what they say anyways but yeah it's like imagine learning how to parent your children but also having all of the stuff Mm -hmm. in your past in your life that you don't really know how to communicate if you Mm -hmm. can communicate like Mm -hmm. and having no vocabulary and having no access to the resources Mm -hmm. for assistance right Mm -hmm. like at least today I think we have the vocabulary and we have Mm -hmm. some form of access to mm-hmm. assistance in those ways and, and i guess it's to say like for as much as my parents have hurt me they've also have a lot of pain mm-hmm. in their lives too yeah And that isn't to like gaslight anyone be like, oh yeah, your pain's not a bad thing because your parents pain. like, no, it's, it's like, you know, my my parents did their best with what they had. Yeah,
0: exactly. um,
1: With coming to a whole new country Mm -hmm. um, from a war-torn place, facing racism for the first time ever, not even knowing what it was, just Mm -hmm. assuming that it's a normal thing for people and then having to cope with everything and, and not having access or the vocabulary to seek assistance and help, right? Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I think that's the thing I would say to my youngest self is like be patient like you said mm-hmm. be patient with them um but also mourn your own loss and oh your yeah own pain, for right? sure it's mm-hmm. like it's not just like, you know, like when people say like, oh, it's like, like, don't just be patient, but actually like, no, like you can be patient. And then, and then also very truly mourn your own loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Because sometimes I'm like, there are parts of my childhood I'll never have Mm -hmm. uh, because, because of trauma, generational trauma. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't mean that if I were to ever have children, they can't have it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because in a sense, I have things my parents didn't have, mm-hmm. <laughs> for as messy of a world we're living in, right? So I yeah. think that's the thing too. Um, and I think also I would add to say that like family can become your friends. Oh you yeah, mm-hmm. right? It's like I found that my siblings and I have become more like friends as we get older, mm-hmm. which is really funny because <laughs> you know it's 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 funny because we're like I remember like just growing up to like having a love hate relationship, and now we're like, oh, you want to hang out? Yeah, <laughs> do this thing together? <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah we actually talk about things now so that's cool it's like hey you will get along eventually and it's it's okay and if you don't i'm so sorry you know it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to that's that morning part and i'll add to the family like sometimes family drifts apart Mm -hmm. and it's so painful right Mm -hmm. it's like ah i thought we'd always be together Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes it it don't last that way Um, but maybe they'll come back maybe Mm -hmm. they'll be there Um, ideally they'll come back with big things Mm-hmm. yeah that's not, that's what i got yeah
0: well said i echo all of that
1: thank you <laughs> we just like echo each other actually yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um and then what about friendship
1: Oh, friendship mm-hmm. mm.
0: friendships
1: i've grown to you know i used to not think friendship was important
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know um i used to think i didn't need friends mm-hmm. it's like that like it's that one that one line is like I don't need friends they disappoint me Mm -hmm. Uh, right it was like a reaction of growing up as a pastor's kid feeling that you're under the scrutiny of people all the time Mm
2: -hmm. so just
1: like who's gonna actually be my friend who can actually Mm -hmm. be real with right I don't need friends but I think I would love to tell my younger self is that, that you know what I have found and I'm so thankful to Jesus for this is that the friends my truest most loving most beautiful friendships are with the people who i never would have thought i'd be friends with
2: mm. you
1: know mm-hmm. like if like i remember like looking at each of the friends i have now and thinking snap we never gonna be friends <laughs> you know like yeah. i would not be friends with you because you look different like you dress different like it, we're just so different like the idea like oh we're just so mm-hmm. the, the the difference is so vast that we cannot possibly or you're kind of weird Mm -hmm. Um, But to this day, those are the friends who I have found to have been the truest of friends that are Mm -hmm. with me. And the friends who I clicked with immediately, they're not really here anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's not to say that that's the experience for everyone, Mm -hmm. Uh, but at least for me, it's to say God, who is the master of ceremonies of all things, is capable of bridging the gaps between our supposed differences Mm -hmm. and creating the most beautiful of bonds and I'm so thankful because um I'm just gonna name drop a friend <laughs> just like um, I have my friend April right my friend April she was a speaker on our past season and I remember um when we first met in my freshman year of college I just think this girl's kind of weird you know <laughs> I was like she's kind of weird and, and she and she is weird but like in a very lovely way and like we're all like weird but I just remember thinking oh she's kind of weird because she like threw me under the bus for like a class period because I was mumbling something and I was like there's no way we'll ever be friends because she mm-hmm. just did that to me Mm -hmm. and lo and behold to this day she's one of my best friends I have Mm -hmm. you know we share memes every now and then basically Mm -hmm. I think every other day every time we have a concern about theology or doctrine we'll be like hey what do you think Mm -hmm. about ministry what would you do Mm -hmm. um and and that's just one example of the friend who I had caught I have actively thought (laughs) there's no way we'd be friends Mm -hmm. because of this thing yeah and here we are yeah yeah how about you
0: For me, I would say I have always had good friends, Mm -hmm. but it was always really difficult. Um, For me, I would say like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I have been very fortunate that all throughout school and even post-college, like I was always surrounded by good friends, like friends who were intentional and friends who were like, you know, if something was to happen, they were like, not hesitate to come help me, you know? Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it has absolutely nothing to do with the other person. It had everything to do with me. And I think, I don't know why, and I don't know what it is, but I have always had like a wall up. Mm. And even if it's like a very thin one, it is always there.
2: Mm.
0: And I guess what I would tell my younger self, like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to allow people to know about you, right? Mm-hmm. Like emotionally and mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And these people genuinely care for you and they are a safe place. Yeah. You know, and so like I know that now. And so I'm very intentional with like the friendships that I have. And I'm like actively working on being more vulnerable. And granted, I also had, I went through like a really difficult season where I had no choice but to be vulnerable and to be like, you guys need to help me carry this thing (laughs) so much. So yeah, that's something that I would say to my younger self is like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to let people in and they are good people and and they are a safe place. Yeah.
1: No, I completely agree. I echo that. (laughs) Because I think we're taught so much that vulnerability is like weakness Mm. right we had to be like super strong people and if we have some kind of fault in there then we'll die or something but that's the only way we're gonna get to be known right Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and like you said sometimes we go through seasons where we have no choice but to say someone needs to help me carry this and uh, that's what friends are for and i love Mm. that about friendship that uh, it has that dynamic too to be this very beautiful presence in good times and bad times, and the really weird in between times too.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: So let's talk about mental health because, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what is that?
0: Yeah. Um, mental health. When I was younger, um, I didn't really know what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, about um, depression and anxiety and like, PTSD and like the I guess the more known ones you know but I never really knew like the entirety of mental health yeah so for my younger self I I would say like learn more about those kind of things Mm -hmm. right because something that I tell myself now is like I can't punish my past self for not knowing and I I can't be upset with my younger self not knowing that oh actually that's called anxiety right (laughs) and you're not crazy
1: right
0: yeah. So, so I don't, I guess for me, like, I just wish that I, I would have learned more about it and know more about it or somehow like do something more about it just so that I could at a much younger age be more proactive about these things, you know? Yeah. Cause now that I know a lot more, I'm, I, I have more compassion on myself and I'm able to be like, Oh, okay. Like help manage certain things in my life. Right. Triggers mm-hmm. and trauma and stuff. And yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but what about you?
1: It's okay. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I, <laughs> I agree, like in the sense of saying, like I don't remember thinking about mental health until mm-hmm. I went to college. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think that's because up until that part like you said we only learned about like depression Mm -hmm. and ptsd you know and bipolar disorder yeah like you know things that were like mental illnesses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um is that if that's the correct term If not i'm sorry but basically when you're young and you're like that and you're very impressionable Mm -hmm. the the translation of these things is oh you're crazy
2: Mm -hmm. you know
1: it's you're not normal Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you fundamentally Mm -hmm. and that's why you feel this way and then of course there's like christian people who are like if you're depressed it's because you don't believe in jesus you don't have enough faith (laughs) if you're anxious it's because you don't trust in the lord Uh, like wait hold up (laughs) just like what are you what are you saying Mm -hmm. um i think something i would say to myself is to be like you know mental health is something that we all have right like Mm -hmm. uh, like in last season we talked about mental health it was just like it's just you navigating your feelings and your mm-hmm. thoughts the things mm-hmm. that are going underneath the surface mm-hmm. um and reception to everything else that's happening in the world right it's just that it doesn't mean you're crazy it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. else necessarily it doesn't have to and that's like super okay yeah <laughs> right now are there people who have to manage things such as clinical depression yeah of mm-hmm. course or mm-hmm. traumatic depression yes for sure and those are journeys that we honor and we lift up to the lord right mm-hmm. um but even then, it's to not have shame over it. Oh, right? yeah. It's mm-hmm. to, like don't be ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. because if that's what is, it is yeah you know and mm-hmm. it's nothing that you have control over mm-hmm. um it's nothing that defines how decent you are as a person mm-hmm. you know it, so it's nothing to be ashamed about it's something that you can bring forward to the light and mm-hmm. say for example to god god this is who i am this is where i'm at please still accept the sacrifice i bring mm-hmm. to you and mm-hmm. then bring it to the community and says this is what i have this is where i'm at um walk with me mm-hmm. um and hopefully they will receive you well right so i think that's what i would say for health. like you're not crazy it's yeah. nothing to be ashamed about everyone has mental health mm-hmm. and everyone has a need to take mm-hmm. care of their mental health yeah and sometimes that means you have to say no to some really good thing yes you know to say no to something good now so you mm-hmm. can say something yes to something even greater a little bit later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all that's a, what i have to share
0: yeah that's really good i just want to add to that too that like it looks very different mental health looks mm-hmm. very different for each individual you yeah. know and just because like yours does not look like somebody else's doesn't mean that you have to dismiss what you're going through or what you're right. experiencing you know something that i've learned is that trauma is still trauma regardless of how big and small so yeah i would just add that and i guess that's something i wish i wouldn't have known like just a few years ago i know right. that now so <laughs> right. you
1: it's know like, yeah uh-huh.
0: like it will look different but it's still just as important to focus on and all right next okay what about faith
1: faith i love faith you know i think for faith i didn't realize how much faith comes into play in like everything for everyone Mm -hmm. like everyone has faith in something in Mm -hmm. someone right Mm -hmm. faith essentially is meaning making um how do you make sense of the world um everyone has something whether it's that you're a christian and you say i am a child of god i am saved by jesus i am sanctified in the process of being sanctified i'm justified being sanctified mm-hmm. um, or you are a person who says i don't believe in god i am you know a, a cause a product of cause and effect and here mm-hmm. we are right um but i would say that in regards to faith with god of the bible i think i would encourage myself to be okay with the ebbs and flows of faith formation mm-hmm. right because you come in and out of seasons right some seasons. God feels so close and then other seasons God feels so far away and it's not as if as though you did anything wrong or that God has somehow deserted you but rather that we are living in a world where we have to contend with unbelief all the time it's not even like who is the true God it's is God real <laughs> you know yeah. it's the plausibility of faith and I'd say it's okay when you come to a place of silence and you're in the plateau Oh, or you're in the in the metaphor that gets used a lot the valley right mm-hmm it's okay like still uh, hold true to who Jesus is Mm -hmm. because God is still with you he's still holding Mm -hmm. on to you and I know that sounds like a platitude but it's true it's not something that's been helpful for me Mm -hmm. um because I know that in every instance where God felt so far away I always turn to be like what did I do Mm -hmm. how do I like what do I need to do to get God to come back Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like is God leaving me is this a test like no like God did not leave you Mm -hmm. um he is still very present Mm -hmm. Um, that's okay Mm -hmm. and I think I would also add is that God wants our faithfulness and our obedience more than he wants us to feel obedient. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like God has room for us to be like, ah, this is really hard, God. Yeah. I am really scared I am really terrified I, I don't want to let this go God mm-hmm. like that's okay right because in that I found it's still faithful mm-hmm. you know where you bring to God your fears and says the Lord let this cup pass from me but if it's still your will okay I'm mm-hmm. still scared <laughs> but okay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's okay and not to be ashamed of that because yeah. the Lord is here and the Lord is near and he is still good Mm -hmm.
0: yeah what about you yeah um and i just want to add to what you just said Mm. coming before the lord with your emotions and what you feel is an act of surrendering you know Mm -hmm. and it's not saying oh i need to get everything ready and i need to be completely ready before i obey you know god's saying just surrender yeah and obey right like i can take it you know Um, for me, I would say like this faith journey, it's okay to have people walk alongside you. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess kind of going back to the vulnerability thing too. I always like, I knew that Jesus was my best friend and mm-hmm. like my sad moments my happy moments my dark moments my bright moments I was always the person who was constantly praying because I was just like I knew that I was safe there yeah you know I think now I understand the the key importance of having people walk alongside you and mm-hmm. so something that I would just say is it's okay to allow other people to walk alongside you
1: right yeah and that is like super needed too yeah though.
0: for sure 100% yeah yeah
1: I, and I want to add to that too because I I, I think that's too. It's like that this, that the faith we have in Jesus is not just God has saved me and now I'm good, right? It's not just me and Jesus, here we go. It's mm-hmm. Jesus has saved me for a purpose, for a gospel purpose, right? <laughs> um, to be a part of his body, his church. And that means other people come along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really hard thing, uh, loving the local church loving the universal church because that means a lot of people who i find particularly very difficult to love are in the church and Mm -hmm. sometimes that's like a really amazing thing like wow god you are so gracious and merciful and other than like god you are so gracious (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're so gracious and so merciful but he is also gracious and merciful to me Mm -hmm. right in a sense that you know as as someone who was once an enemy of the lord who was brought into his family Mm -hmm. um, that grace extends to all of us and Mm -hmm. That mm-hmm. is good. And we are yeah. reconciled to God as much as to each other. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, the whole other people thing, let's step mm-hmm. into um our final category for tonight: relationships.
0: Relationships. <laughs> oh man, I have so much that I could say about this one. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll have you start, Eli. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. So relationships. I think. I'd like to start, I think there's definitely that sense of like one of my biggest pet peeves Mm -hmm. is and continues to be when people will say like, oh, I'm in a relationship when they particularly mean a dating relationship. And I get that that's like the terminology people use, but, you know, really a relationship is just any connection you have with another person. And I I think that's something I would say to my younger self is like, hey, like own those relationships, own those connections Mm -hmm. that you have with other people. Um, you don't have to wait for someone to be particularly interesting to you in a romantic way for you to own that relationship. You can own it, you, you, the, the ones with your friends, the ones with your co-workers, the ones with um, the students you're discipling, the people who are right. discipling you. Own those relationships and be meaningful and um, intentional in those areas, mm-hmm. right? Because relationships take work Mm -hmm. you know and I think that there's like this cultural lie that says well if something's meant to be it's just going to be and I'm like how often does that actually work out for anything Mm-hmm. you know it's like I don't I have not experienced something just being because it should be I've always had to put in the work right mm-hmm. because anytime you're in you're in connection with someone who isn't yourself things get messy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that like own your relationships the plethora of relationships you have mm-hmm. be it with your parents your family your friends your co-workers mm-hmm. the friends that you hold dearest to your heart a significant other if you ever get one and then to put in the work for those things you know the, the work to maintain them the work to keep them from to work to to reconcile them mm-hmm. for when hard things happen and mm-hmm. you have to repent you know mm-hmm. and repentance is not just i'm sorry it's a recognition of a wrongdoing and then the spiritual u-turn of saying i will work to not do that to mm-hmm. undo that as best i can
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's what i have to say
0: that's good eli i echo all of that um, <laughs> yeah i think for me it was it would be to understand that my relationships with people are going to look different, mm. right? Um, because I have certain strengths and weaknesses and, you know, like my relationships with my parents are not going to look like your relationship with your parents. And right. my friendships are not going to look like your friendships with other people. And, and and that only comes with realizing more about myself. I'm an introvert. So I am not going to be that extroverted friend <laughs> like <Yeah>. ever, <laughs> And that's okay, you know? And so I think, like, don't compare your relationships with other people's relationships of, like, don't compare my relationship with my mom to, like, somebody else's relationship with their mom, right? Like, of course, you learn from each other, but it's, like, it's not going to look the same, and it's okay. Right. Yeah. I guess another thing I would add is, like, work on what it means to be intentional as somebody who identifies as an introvert, you know?
2: Mm.
0: I used to think that, oh, it has to look a certain way. But now I know that it doesn't. And what does it look like then? So yeah.
1: I love that. I do. Mm -hmm. I love that a lot. Yeah. And I think I want to add another thing too for relationships. Mm -hmm. Or it's just like, don't be afraid to just let them go when they Mm -hmm. have to go right mm-hmm. and and that does hurt like i remember like this one time when i looked at a friend that i had and i realized we don't have anything in common anymore okay like that's like an exaggeration right mm-hmm. but still it's like when we're together we don't have anything to talk about you know mm-hmm. you're you're interested in these things and i'm not <laughs> yeah and i'm interested in these things and you're not and mm-hmm. and maybe our relationship has run its course mm-hmm. right for this time and it's okay for us to relinquish each other into the rest of the world for Mm a time being and still be like, I'm always going to root for you. You know, I will always have affection for you. I wish you all the best. Mm -hmm. And when we meet each other, I'm still going to say hi, but it's like maybe our our time of proximity has come to a close and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And that's still a place for grieving. Oh yeah. And stuff like that. And like, it's super normal to grieve a friendship.
0: Yeah, thank you for mentioning that because I was just going to say like, something that I would probably, not probably, I would tell my younger self is like, it's okay to grieve. Mm -hmm. You know, relationships, whether it's a loss due to a death or a loss because you know, you just have to let go of certain things. And grief was not something that I really thought about growing up. And the things that I did grieve, I would be so angry at myself about for grieving. Yeah. And now that I think back, I'm like, it's okay. Like, it was okay that you grieve that. Like, you don't need to be mad at yourself for it. Yeah. You know?
1: They were like super normal things. <laughs> yeah, completely.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: It's true. So mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, it's okay to grieve mm-hmm. those places and take your time in, in that.
0: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Wow, we went through a lot of topics.
1: We did. We talked about yeah. a lot of things in a short amount of time.
0: So with that, we want to thank everyone who is listening. Um, we hope that you gained some insight, encouragement, and or wisdom through this episode.
1: And we're excited to share the different conversations with all of you this upcoming season. So please continue to tune in every week.
0: And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family. You can screenshot this episode and share it with us on Instagram what your takeaways are. Make sure to follow us at Let's Break Bread Podcast.